All right, today I want to talk to those people who are out there trying to grow their audience online, uh, whether that audience uh, is for their business, um, for an opportunity they have, whatever that business, whatever that audience is that you want to grow, okay? So we're going to talk today, and, and there are probably going to be some ruffled feathers here. There's probably going to be some people that say, well, yeah, no, I'd like this, and we're going to do it this way, and that's great. That's great. Everybody is going to want to do this the way that works the best for them. I'm going to give you what I believe, and I'm also going to give you what I believe some of the, the pros and the experts out there uh, that have been doing this is longer, longer than I have, and have had much more success, right? Now, I want to give kudos to a gentleman by the name of Graham Cochran. He wrote a book, and is, uh, I think the title of the book is How to Get Paid for What You Know, which I'm sure it is, and I'll put a link in there, but if you just go to grahamcochran.com forward slash book, uh, it'll take you right to uh, Amazon where you can purchase that book if you haven't purchased it if you haven't read it get it on kindle get it on i believe it's available on audio get the hardcover a hardback cover uh book of it whatever but i certainly encourage you to read his book and he talks a lot about building your business uh part-time right uh, in your spare time and i think the things that he has come up with and he's got multiple millions of dollar businesses a year uh, he and his wife both they, they seem to know what they're talking about, and they certainly concur with a lot of the other experts that I've been mentored under, uh, Graham Cochran, uh, I mean, uh, Amy Porterfield, Tony Robbins, Grant Cardone, uh, the list goes on and on and on. Some of the biggies, not only in network marketing, like uh, Ray Higdon and Robert Hollis and Eric Worre and so forth, but a lot of the biggies that are not in necessarily in network marketing, but are building online businesses. So... Without further ado, uh, let's dive into it. Okay. The importance of building your audience. One is you need leads, right? You just need leads. Uh, again, I've been talking to some of the, the top people out there as far as how to build an audience and how to build your business and everything else. And they all say the same thing. The most important thing you can do for your business is build an email list to build your leads. Um, and you need that. And you need people to talk to, right, uh, about whatever your offer is, whatever that you, you thing that you're doing. Maybe it's a course. Maybe it's a product. Maybe it's a, um, a, a book guide, a checklist that you want to give away. Maybe it's a network marketing opportunity that you want to promote. You still need people to talk to. You can't get away from that in this day and age or in any day and age. If you don't have customers, if you don't have people to talk to, you won't have a business right so we need to build an audience we need to build that uh, auditorium of people that we can get up on stage and talk to right so there are a couple of ways that you can do that right there are three strategies for building your audience that that i see out there there's probably a lot more and everything but and these are the three that i think are the most important first one is social media and I think social media is probably the one that is the most popular out there because everybody's doing it. Um, everybody's being taught to do it. Uh, it. It is the thing that is the cat's meow right now. Now, for me, I have built organizations, relatively large organizations, five and six figures, and um, using social media. 
but I don't like it. I didn't like doing it. It was incredibly hard. There's no defined way to do it because the algorithm changes so very, very often. And, and you can see here, an example from Instagram is that 10% or less even see your post. So it's all about luck. It's all about like throwing that spaghetti up against the wall and hoping something will stick. You don't have control over that, right? You, you just, you can put as much up there as you want. And when you become big, if and when you become big and you're hoping for something to go viral and it may or may not, and that one thing goes viral and yay, that's really great. Um, but it's just, it's not long-term. People can't find your stuff half the time. It's very, very temporary. You put a reel up or a TikTok up and it goes away. It used to be that in the beginning where you're doing like Periscope and things like that, that your videos only stayed up for a little bit and then they disappeared, right? So, um, and the other challenge I think with social media is that people are always jumping to the, the, the next best thing, right? When when I first got started, it was Periscope and Twitter, and then then Facebook came along and uh, had their Facebook Lives, and we did that for a while. Then Instagram became good, and Pinterest, and, and then it was Reels, and then it was YouTube Shorts, and which YouTube is really not a social media platform, but, and now TikTok is the one, and uh, they, I just see all of these. Every time someone new comes out, there's YouTube videos all over about it, and everybody jumps to that, and everybody jumps to the next one. It, in, in my opinion, for me, it is just not reliable. The average person struggles very, very hard at it. They see a few people have major success, they're like, hey, I'm going to do this, and they spend day in and day out any spare moment they have on their, you know, doing their posting and connecting and doing all that stuff okay my two cents on social media i'm just not a big fan not for at least doing building your audience necessarily as a conduit to send people to your list to build your audience then it, it can be used but again it is very very unreliable very hard and it's really not defined on how you do it the second one is paid ads and i know a lot of people just swear by paid ads the good news about paid ads is they are scalable. If I know that I'm going to put in a dollar in my ad and get $2 out, now I just increase that money, right? But they're unreliable because, again, it always changes. You're not really targeting that know, like, and trust. You're just targeting an, an apparent possible audience in either Facebook or uh, Instagram and places like that. And you're hoping that you, you've got the right audience to find. You're putting money into it and you just don't know. And then there's Apple iOS, which I love Apple, but you know, they're, they're locking down on privacy and things like that. The cost keeps going up and it gets harder and harder and harder. And people generally, when they first get started with an online business, don't have a lot of money to throw at ads. Now, for me, I've only done it a couple of times in the, decade or more, many decades that I've been doing this, and I've just never really fallen in love with it. Doesn't mean that there's not people out there that can teach you how to do it, and if you've got plenty of money and you want to do that, that is great. Okay? Number three, which is my favorite, is my preferred method is content marketing. Content marketing is creating free, valuable content, not on social media, but through one of the other platforms out there. And we're going to talk about that, okay? So of these three, social media paid ads and content marketing, I believe that the average person has the best luck and the best chance of creating something with some longevity in it, with some stability in it, 
by using and, and building their audience using content marketing. Okay, five reasons that I believe content marketing works, right? It's free. It really only costs you your time, right? If, if you've got a normal laptop or a phone, right, you can do video marketing, you can type, you can do blog marketing, uh, you can do any, anything you want, and typically it's free or very, very low cost to do, right? The content is evergreen, meaning that you can create something like a YouTube video or a blog post or a podcast or something like that, and it is going to be out there forever. I still get leads from blog posts that I didn't even know were out there and around anymore uh, because I'm not updating them, and they happen to be like on a WordPress uh, site. Um, YouTube videos that uh, with channels that I don't even update anymore, but are still out there and live. I still get traffic from those. Podcasts that are still out there that haven't been updated in years, but they're still out there and they're still searchable, right? They're discover discoverable forever, not like social media, which is, again, very, very short-lived. Ads are very, very short-lived. Once you stop putting money into them, they go away, right? And they're searchable forever. And that, to me, is, is, is hugely, hugely uh, profitable, hugely beneficial on building your audience. Number three is content creates trust and credibility, right? It, it helps you build that know, like, and trust. Now, if you're always pitching people and you don't really have the ability, like a lot of times on social media and on ads specifically, um, it's, it's hard to build that know, like, and trust, right? With content, they get a sense of who you are and are able to make a very educated and knowledgeable decision on whether they're going to follow you, whether they're going to connect up with you or whether they're not, right? But with content, you have that ability to give them everything that they need, right? Especially like on YouTube videos and things like that where they get to hear and see you, right? They get to see exactly who you are, what your mannerisms are, what's going on, who you, what you look like, and all of those things that people take into account, right? Number four is content is shareable, which is really, really cool. People, they just typically don't share ads. Once in a while, they'll share an ad, but not that not that much, right? They love to share valuable content, things that, you know, you, you put a blog post together, and if it's got the information that you need, it's, it's great. People will share it all over the place, right? I can't tell you. I mean, and, and you can have that same thing in, like, Facebook and, and TikTok and Instagram and things like that. But again, because they're not searchable, they don't people don't find them. And I love the fact that people can go in and look for specific things in Google or YouTube, the two top search engines out there, and find my content. And then if they love it, share it, right? And number five is, and I love this one the best, I think, content is generous because most people that are doing content marketing are giving away free valuable, right? And generosity is magnetic. Generosity is, in my opinion, the magic to winning in life and in business, period. If you're willing to give away, not only give away small things, but you give away some of your best stuff and always give away value to your audience, you're going to win. The one who gives away the most wins the most. Um, you know, and, and I like this, this last point. Every niche is crowded right now, but... Every niche out there is just pitch, 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 98% of it. If you can give, 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 you're going to stand out and be that much further ahead than everybody else, okay? 
Those are five of the reasons I believe content marketing not only works, but is a much better method, much better method than using social media or paid ads. Now, not saying again that those don't work. They do work. I've used social media to build organizations and network marketing especially, and they work. They're just hard. They're not long-term, and they just can't build that know, like, and trust like content marketing can. Three best types of content to create, and I think this is important that you understand that there's probably a lot of different content that you can put out here, but I believe these are the three best and for the reasons that we're going to talk about, right? First one is podcasts, and I think podcasts are underrated by a lot of people, and they think they're hard to do and, and so forth, but they're not, and they're very, very inexpensive. You could use the mic off your phone um, with, with perfect you know, quality and so forth. You don't have to go out and buy, not to mention USB mics now. Uh, the one I've got, which has got great quality on it and, and so forth, it was, I don't know, like $69 or something, less than $100. Uh, and podcasts are one of those platforms that have incredible loyalty. People will not only listen to podcasts all the time because they can take them on their phones, they can listen to them in the car, they can listen to them when they travel, they can listen to them when they're working out. They can, I mean, they're just available all over the place, whatever you're doing. Uh, I see people running and, you know, asking what they're, they're listening to and, oh, their favorite podcast, right? So there's an incredible loyalty to people listening to your podcast if you can grab that audience. And once you have that loyalty, then they're going to take whatever you recommend for what it's worth and, and you know, purchase it and so forth. The other thing is, is that um, it's if you use a good platform to promote them, I use Kajabi because podcasts are one of the products and all I do is whenever I make a YouTube video, if it lends itself to being a podcast because it doesn't need all the um, training, maybe uh, sharing the screens and screen captures and all that, uh, like this one, for instance, will probably end up being a podcast. Uh, it's easy to just repurpose that content, right? Now, the cons are you do have to learn to speak relatively well if you're going to do a podcast, and you have to do it in a quiet place. If you're doing a podcast and there's all kinds of traffic noise or trains or, you know, wind noise and all that stuff in there, they, they because they're audio only, and I will tell you that when you're creating content that is in a media of audio or audio and video, the most important thing that you want to do is have good audio, People will put up with video that might be, you know, low resolution and everything as long as it's got good audio. They won't put up, even if it's good video, if they've got to turn on uh, the closed caption because the audio is so bad. So uh, it's important to make sure of that. Number two, blog, blog posts. This is huge, right? I, I remember starting a blog back in 2009, 2010, and the gentleman said, yeah, you got to create a blog and everything. Well, because of my technical background, creating the blog, the, the mechanics behind creating a blog, I'd already created hundreds of, of websites by that point, so creating my own blog was easy. The hard part and the challenge I had was writing content and where to figure out what to write and do all that. Um, but I started to understand that I was learning so much. All I was doing was repurposing what I was learning and the success I was having or, or failures I was having and writing blog posts about that. And it, it turned out by 2017, I had number 17 blog in the world when it came to network marketing and uh, online business and so forth. So 
but it was because of blog posts and, and how you could repurpose that in the content and so forth. So they're classic and they're so powerful and they're discoverable. People can find them all over the place. They're easy to do, inexpensive. You can get a WordPress site for probably $10, $15 a month and just start writing, right? The only, the only tool you need is the ability to be able to write online, right? That, that could be a laptop, that could be a pad, that could be your phone. Uh, it's, it's very, very straightforward, right? Cons are you have to learn how to write and you have to get topics. And that's something that's part of the skill set that you've got to learn is how to write better. Now, in this day and age, with ChatGPT and all the other AI programs out there, it becomes a lot easier than what it was when I first started. And last but certainly not least, one of my favorites is YouTube videos. Uh, you notice I don't have any cons here because I, I don't really know what the con would be. But the pro is you just need, again, a camera and a mic and you can use your iPhone, especially like the new iPhones. I've got a new iPhone uh, 15 Pro and that video you're watching here is based off of is done with that. And uh, if you didn't have a mic, you could use the mic on it. You could do everything right from your phone, which makes it easy. It's the number one, number two search engine out there. Google and, and YouTube are both owned by the same company. And because of that, it makes it great for discoverability, you know, for you getting discovered, which is, is huge. If you notice that when you go out and do searches, the thing that, the things that primary primarily come up are podcast blog posts and YouTube videos, right? That's what, you know, when people do searches. Um, and your audience gets to see and hear you, and I love that part of it because they even, you know, I know there's a big push right now on faceless videos and everything, but I, I find it hard to believe, and I don't have the statistics on it, but to me, when I watch a video, I want to see who's doing it. Now, do I do videos that don't have my face on it very yes i do occasionally i'll do them i just don't feel like being on camera but probably well over 50 percent of the time the videos i make i am on the camera right if i'm doing a training video where i'm sharing the screen and everything then i don't necessarily need to be on the video but um but i love the fact that that's that's the the huge thing about youtube videos right all right so now that you kind of understand at least where I'm coming from, uh, and again, you know, I, I tend to be kind of off the beaten path with a lot of the things out there that the average person is being taught. Um, because I think a lot of people are being taught something that the person teaching them just wants to build their, you know, business and so forth. And they've had their social media influencers, so they're going to try to teach everybody to do social media. I would like to think that the average person that is just getting started in a business, they just don't have that social media influence going. You know, if they do, then great. They don't need training on it. They've already got, you know, three or 4,000 people out there. And if you look at, again, the statistics, if 10, less than 10% of people are seeing your posts, you better have a pretty big audience if you want to, you know, get some traction going uh, for your business, right? So here are the two secrets that I would give you. The first one is probably the most important to me is uh, be consistent. I know when I first started using social media, one of the things that my mentors kept telling me was, 
Even if you're doing it wrong, be consistent. Be consistent. Show up every day. Show up when you say you're going to show up. If you're going to do, you know, post three times a week, then do post three times a week, right? It, it, it would be the same as if somebody, you were watching a TV series and they come out every Wednesday at 8 o'clock and all of a sudden they just stopped. And then, then they started back up and you were like, okay, well, you know what? I kind of started watching something else at the same time frame now. So uh, I didn't know that would be a big deal when I was a kid because we didn't have the ability to record things now. You just record it when it comes up, it comes up. But the reality is, is deciding what you're going to do. Minimum, in, in my opinion, minimum is once a week uh, until you get established. Uh, I would recommend one to three times a week. You know, one of the things that I learned a long time ago as far as the easy button or the, the magic button is take massive action. So if you're just getting started, boy, I would I would do at least three times a week minimum if you're doing videos, if you're doing blog posts, if you're doing podcasts and so forth. Get yourself out there. And number two here is be bold or polarizing. Uh, and I was... I was in reading Graham Cochran's book. I love what he talks about because there's a lot of things that he, he does go kind of against the grain, not just to go against the grain. Okay. Don't, don't just go against the grain and go against the grain, but go against the grain because that, if that's what you believe. And I agree with him in a lot of things. You know, I was, I, I grew up being taught, you know, those that work harder, if you can outwork everybody else, you can, you know, you can uh, be more successful than everybody else. And I think that's true in a certain, to a certain extent. But I think what's more true is if you can be smarter about what you do than everybody else. You you get two things. One is you can have the success and you don't have to work that hard. It's not because I'm lazy, because anybody that knows me, my family, everybody else knows I, I'm up at 3.30, 3 o'clock, 3.30, earlier some mornings like today. Um, and I'm going all day long. And so it's, it's not that I have a, a you know, affinity and something against work it's just i would rather be spending time with family i'd rather be doing other things that i like to do than working so if i can work smarter and have this same results and better then that's a that's a great thing right so if you're going to take training for me i'm going to tell you it's not necessarily all about working hard it's about working smarter um, and i believe that is totally true so that's not necessarily the normal trend right everybody else is teaching works work harder work harder right and i like this other one don't be palatable don't you know just give the same thing that everybody else is doing right you don't have to be original but you do have to be unique so the topic i'm talking about right now is not an original topic but I'm hoping it's going to be unique. I'm hoping that people will see that there's there's other ways to do things and you don't have to just follow the crowd because most everybody's doing social media and paid ads and everything. And I don't believe that that's the best way to build your business as far as long-term and um, sustainable and profitable, okay? may take you a little bit longer, and I don't know that that's true either. I see people struggling with social media for months and months and years on end trying to get an audience. So... I, I know people say, well, social media is so much faster. Eh, I don't know that that's true because, again, most people don't have the wherewithal to do what they need to do and understand what they need to do with social media. And they don't have the consistency. They don't have the, you know, the, I don't, I want to say the work ethic, but they just don't have the consistency and they're not willing to take that massive action to get that thing, you know, going. Right. So um, don't be like everybody else. Be unique. 
Don't be palatable. Don't you know, make yourself that that mush that everybody's going to eat. You know, make some spicy taco out of it. So, all right. I hope this has helped you. I hope you can get something out of this and take your audience to a whole new level. There are a lot of, again, um, how to get paid for what you know, the book by Graham Cochran. Just go to grahamcochran.com forward slash book, and it'll take you. He's got it, you know, forwarded the link right to Amazon where you can purchase it. It is one of the ones that I would have on my list. Now, I use Kajabi for everything that I do as far as my blogging, my podcast, my lead magnets, and everything else. And if you're interested in getting a 30-day free trial, if you go to kajabi.com, you'll get 14 days. If you go to my link, it is an affiliate link, I'll give you 30 days. Plus, I got a couple of bonuses. I'll give you my Kajabi mini course to help you get started so that in that 30 days, you can really take advantage of Kajabi and find out if it is for you or not. And if you decide to continue on with it, then I'm going to give you some coach, free coaching and help you even uh, take your business to that uh, further place. So God bless you all. I can't wait to see you on the next one. And take the time to put yourself in that generosity arena. Give until it hurts, right? Those who give the most, get the most. So God bless you. I'll see you on the next one.